Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and Luke chapter 4. Deuteronomy 8 said, He humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Luke 4, 4, Jesus reiterated this verse from Deuteronomy. And Jesus answered him saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's already anointed, but I pray help me, God, to deliver it according to your will and let everyone receive it and be not a hearer only, but a doer of the word. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. Thank you. I want to preach on the subject, every word of God. Every word of God. Amen. Food is very important for our survival. Talk about natural food. And I feel like I am an expert on this subject. <laughs> so you better listen to what I'm saying on this. Amen. It provides everything necessary for our bodies to be healthy and satisfied. It's not only something we have to have, but it's something we usually want to have and look forward to having. Amen. Maybe after lunch, after the service, we're looking forward to lunch. Amen. Many times we plan our days around it. What's for breakfast? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? That's not enough for my dinner, but what's for dinner? It's an appetizer for dinner. Amen. Are we going to go out or are we going to eat at home? Is it going to be fast food? Is it going to be restaurant takeout? Or are we going to go sit at a restaurant and stay there and eat? Oh, and don't forget all the between-meal snacks, which are muy importante, as we say south of the border. Amen. That, they're very important, praise God, those snacks. As you can see, food is a very significant part of our daily lives. We literally live by it, and not necessarily for it, but we look forward to it you know, daily, multiple times a day. When we're not participating in the actual act of eating, we're thinking about it and planning for it. Okay, this special occasion. And then, you know, Thanksgiving, you're going to eat a lot. Christmas, we're going to eat a lot. You know, it's somebody's birthday, we're going to eat a lot. You know, it's the 4th of July, it's a Memorial Day, we're going to eat a lot. You know, hey, you know, that next weekend is St. Patrick's Day. Man, we're going to get some corned beef and cabbage. We're going to eat some of that. Right? It's just all constantly going year-round. You know, multiple Times a day, food's a part of our lives in one way or another. When, when, even when we're not eating, we're watching cooking shows or shows about different kinds of food that make us want to eat. Amen. But 
I believe that God is telling us in these verses that we must treat every word that proceeds out of His mouth with just as much interest, just as much care, just as much planning, expectation, and time investment as we do our natural food. As important as food is to our bodies, so the Word of God is to our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. We've got to have, amen, spiritual food. We must have a steady diet of it in order to be a healthy and growing child of the Lord. Psalms 119.103 said, How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Job 23.12 said, I have esteemed the, wor- the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. His word not only satisfies our spiritual hunger, but it also is a light in our life. It also shows us the way we should take. Man, I'm telling you, there's so much about this word. That's why he said every word of God is important. Every word of God should be taken in by his people and every person, to be honest with you. Psalm 119, 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. His word is pure and helps us to be pure. His word, amen, is something that we can hide in our hearts and will become a deterrent for transgressing His commandments. Amen. Hallelujah. Proverbs 30 verse 5. Every word of God is pure. Psalm 119.11. Thy word have I hidden my hearts that I might not sin against thee. Amen. God's word is His mind, folks. God's word is His will. God's Word is His plan for us. God's Word is the instruction manual of how to get true joy, true happiness, true contentment, and true fulfillment. It's not all these other things. Amen. Every Word of God is better than bread. We need His Word more than anything else in this world. Praise God. It is our greatest asset. Amen. I heard a Bible, I heard a Bible uh, preacher years ago, back in the 80s. Amen. He preached a subject, and uh, of course, we are Pentecostal, so he said, The Bible, Pentecostal's greatest asset. That was his title. And then he just went, went, went down the road with it. Amen. And preached a great sermon. Praise God. But he opened his sermon. He said, I realize some people will disagree with me on my title that the Bible is our greatest asset. And he said, but you've all been wrong before, so I'll just let you go on that. Amen. And then he went down the road and, and he explained how why the Bible is our greatest asset. Praise God. Amen. I would not have known about God unless the Bible told me. I would not have known what church was all about unless the Bible told me. I would not have known the name of Jesus unless the Bible told me. I would not have known how to get to heaven unless the Bible told me. I would not have known how to escape the fiery pits of hell unless the Bible told me. Amen. It is, without a doubt, our greatest asset. I can't pray until it shows me how to pray. I can't fast until it shows me how to fast. I can't get along with you until it showed me how to get along with you. It's our greatest asset. It's our greatest tool. It's our greatest weapon. Amen. Jesus used it when fighting the temptation of the devil shortly after his baptism. He said, it is written. Amen. So he let us know that we can say that too. When temptation comes our way, the Bible said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. How do you resist him? With the word. Praise God. It's a weapon. 
Paul said in Ephesians 6, it is the sword of the Spirit. It is our weapon. Amen. The writer of Hebrews, which is also attributed to Paul, said in chapter 4, it is a two-edged sword. It cuts both ways. That means it cuts this way and that way. Amen. In a good way. It's our greatest possession. It's our greatest truth. John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. If there was ever a time in this world that we need the truth, it's right now. Amen. This world is full of lies and deceptions. Darkness is trying to come on to this world. All we got to see is the news and then all the stuff that's going on. It's crazy. Amen. I never thought I would see the day that when I would drive to work down Artesia Boulevard heading east, I would see a billboard. Amen. That I could go to this website and they would mail me pot, marijuana, discreetly in a nice little package. And all I got to do is prove that I'm of age. I never saw the day that I would listen to the news and the state house of the state of Virginia, amen, would bring up a bill that would, they would even think about bringing up a bill to vote on that would allow a baby to be born and then we can decide if we want to abort it after it's born. I'm telling you, it's dark days we're living in and we need every word of God like never before. Every word of God. We need every word of God. Praise God. This generation is falling toward the darkness of godlessness. Up is down, right is wrong, good is evil. We need His Word to ground us. We need His Word to guide us. We need His Word to grace us. It'll right the ship. It'll get us going in the right direction. That's real truth. That's real light. That's real right and wrong. It tells us what exactly we need to do. Amen. And it won't deceive us. We need His Word to not only ground us and guide us, but to grace us. Every word of God is, of course, the Bible. That's every word of God. But it's more than that. Amen. It's also Bible-based anointed preaching and teaching and prophecy. And what we talked about on our series on the Holy Ghost and the gifts of tongues and interpretation. Amen. God is speaking every word of God through these means too. Amen. God speaks to us in prayer. That's every word of God. God speaks to us in dreams and visions sometimes. That's every word of God. Now all of those things better line up with the first thing I said, which is the Bible. Amen. But if they all line up with the Bible, God speaks to us through many means and we need every word of God. Man shall live by and not just bread alone we like the bread but we need the bread of life amen more than regular bread we need to read the word amen we need to read the word praise god the bible says study to show yourself approved unto god a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth we need to read the word of god amen Uh, jesus said search the scriptures For in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. Amen. Paul said, amen, that he he commented and commended, amen, the noble Bereans. Praise God, because they not only heard him preach, but they went home and they studied and to prove that Paul was in the book. Amen. We need to read it. 
Praise God. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 pronounces a blessing on anybody who reads the prophecy of this book. Amen. There's a blessing in reading. Praise God. But that's not all we need to do. we got to think about the Word. Once we read it, once we start thinking about it, once we start hearing it, we need to start meditating on it. We need to let it marinate a little bit. Praise God. Praise God. We need to think about it, meditate on it. Joshua 1 verse 8 said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. That was God talking to Joshua after he took over for Moses. He had big shoes to fill, but God told him, you keep the word in your mouth, and you keep it in your life, amen, and you'll make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. Praise the Lord. Psalms chapter 1 verse 1, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Everybody say day and night. That means I'm doing something daily with this every word of God. Praise God. So we need to hear it, we need to meditate, we we need to read it, we need to meditate on it, and we need to hear it. Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You say you don't have enough faith, hear the word, praise God. The faith comes by hearing. Amen. Right now, I believe God is bringing faith when the word's going forth. Reach up and grab a whole handful of faith and put it down in your heart. And be not faithless, but believing and full of faith. Let the word recharge your faith batteries. Amen. We need to hear it. Praise God. And not only do we need to read it and meditate on it and hear it, but most importantly, let those three things cause us to do it. Amen. We're living that man shall live by every word of God. Food gives us vitamins. Food gives us minerals. Food, some food doesn't give us anything like a Twinkie or something. It don't give us nothing. Amen. But it's delicious. But food provides things for us. Amen. And helps us in our, help us to be healthy. Help us to be able to, you know, go on in life. Amen. And so doing the word, not just hearing the word, not just reading the word, not just thinking about the word, doing the word. Amen. Letting the bread of life get down in our hearts and digesting it and letting it do its thing. That's what we need to do. We need to live the word. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone. So we're living by every word. That's the key here, folks. James 1.22 said, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Verse 25, Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we got to be doers, folks. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. Ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. An epistle is a letter. Amen. Paul wrote epistles to the churches. Rome, Corinth, Philippi, Thessalonica, Colossae, 
all those places. Ephesus, he wrote. Galatia, he wrote epistles to them. He wrote letters. Amen. But God is wanting to write on our hearts, folks. God is wanting to write the Word down in our hearts. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Verse number 3 said, For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. He's saying, you are the letters now. You're the living letters. You're the walking billboards for God. Amen. People are reading you like a book. That's why you got to have the Word in your life. Amen. God's not writing on stone anymore. He did that in the Ten Commandments. He's not writing on stone anymore. He's only writing on the fleshy tables of the heart. <laughs> Let every word be written in there. Let every word be written in there. When the Word of God goes forth, it's going to be fulfilled by somebody. It might as well be us. Amen. You can count on it. It's going to be fulfilled by somebody. God is not a liar. The Bible said He cannot lie, and furthermore, it's impossible for Him to lie. Isaiah 55 verse 10 said, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it to bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and the bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and it shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. It's going to happen, folks. Amen. Don't let the word of God fall on the ground because, you know, someone's going to pick it up and take it. Praise God. Amen. So it might as well be us. Just like when Jesus told those people when, when he was on his triumphal entry, riding on that donkey into Jerusalem on that Palm Sunday. Amen. And all everybody was praising him and worshiping him. And the Pharisees say, shut these people up. Tell them to stop praising you. I don't, we don't like this. And he said, if these hold their peace, the stones will cry out. Because see, God's got a stone that will replace us if we don't do our job. Amen. And I'm not letting any stone going to take my place. Hey, sing amazing grace for me. I am going to worship God. I am going to do God's word. I am going to be the one. He called me. He didn't call the rocks. <coughs> Ain't no rock going to take my place when it comes to anything. Jesus, Jesus told him another time, he said, he goes, I can make children of Abraham out of these rocks right here. You guys don't want to be children of Abraham? Because children of Abraham, Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Before Abraham was, I am. He blew their minds, and he said, hey, I can, call, I can have children of Abraham from these rocks. If you guys don't want to do the place that you were called to do, he said. Amen. I don't want no rock being a child of God when I'm supposed to be a child of God. Well, no rock praising God when I'm supposed to praise God. I don't want no rock, amen, to live in the Word and every Word of God, and I'm supposed to be soaking that Word in. This Word of God will outlast everything else. This world is passing away, and the lust thereof, but he and she that does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen. Matthew 24, 35, talking about the longevity of the Word of God. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my Word shall not pass away. 
In another place, Jesus said that until my word is fulfilled, every jot and tittle of it, amen, then nothing else is going to happen. Everything else will come to naught until my, but my word, it'll be the last thing standing. A jot and a tittle is like the dotting of an I and the crossing of a T. Those are some of the things, I know I sometimes, when I'm lazy writing, those are the things I forget. Is that a T or is that an L? It's a T, but it's a lazy T. Amen. And that's an I without its hat on. Whatever. Amen. But he, he gets down to the punctuation, not even the word. The jot and the tittle, the, the crossing of the T and the dotting of the I. And nothing is going to happen. Everything else will be gone. This world that everybody thinks is going to be around forever, it's someday going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And only those that do the will of God and have lived by every word, they'll stand when the dust settles with Jesus Christ. You stay with the word and you'll be safe. Amen. You know, if someone were to ask you, which is greater, the name of Jesus or the word of God? Some people might have a struggle with that possibly because, boy, those seem like pretty close. Uh, man, that's, you know, the name of Jesus. Wow. Devils are cast out and we're baptized in that name. and Prayers answered in that name. and Every wonderful work's done in that name. Uh, the name of Jesus, the Word of God. Amen. Which one is greater? Amen. Some people might say that's a hard choice to make. Maybe they would even have a tough time choosing one or the, over the other. But the Bible tells us exactly which one is greater. Psalms 138, verse 2. Thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Amen. His word is exalted above his name. Why would his word be magnified above his name? Well, for one thing, like I said earlier, without the word, I wouldn't know his name. Amen. And so that's one reason. I said without the word, I wouldn't know his name. And can you tell me his name today? Can you tell me his name today? It's Jesus. That name's high and lifted up. Praise God. But the second and most important reason, the Bible tells us exactly why the word is exalted above the name. John 1.1 In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is greater than His name. His name is Jesus, but He's greater than His name. Hallelujah. He's more than His name. That's His name, and you use that name, and great things will happen. But there's more to God than His name, and the Word is God. So when the Bible says we're living by every word of God, it's just not words on a page. It's just not some sermon people saying some sermon stuff or, or stuff in a dream. We're talking about the living God is the word. Amen. And when we're living by every word, we got God in our lives. It's not a dead word on a page. It's a living God. It's a living word. Every word of God is God. 
He is His Word. His Word is Him. That's why when He said, let there be, and let there be, and let there be in Genesis chapter 1, it was. Because it's a Word of God. And it's part of Him. Amen. John 1.14, and that Word was made flesh. If we had any doubts. And dwelt among us. So, so, and Jesus is called the Word of God in, in Revelation. He's called the Word of God. Amen. And, and He was made flesh, dwelt among us. We beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the Word, and the Word is Jesus. Amen. And the Bible said we talked about truth, and we talked about this, and we talked about that earlier. But Jesus said, Amen. I, he said unto them, I am the way. In John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus didn't say he was, amen. He didn't say he was telling us to go that way or go that way. Other, other places tell us to go that way or go that way. Jesus said, I am the way. <laughs> amen. I am the word and I am the way. Jesus didn't just tell us the truth. He said, I am the truth. He didn't just say, say hey, if you listen to me, I'll give you life. He said, I am the life. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the word. Every word of God. Every word of God. Every word of God. Woo! Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's praise the word today. The Word is a person, and His name is Jesus. It's God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, let the word move us today. Let the word move us today. Every word of God. Every word of God. Every word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. Praise God. He said, I am the life. I am the life. John 1, 4. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. John 6, 48. He said, I am the bread of life. Now man shall not live by just regular bread, but get the bread of life in your life, which is the Word. Amen. Praise God. And then Jesus told uh, Martha in John chapter 11, when her brother Lazarus died, and he purposely waited three days until he came, because he wanted to show a greater thing to them. He said, she came up and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
And he said, hey, you don't worry about it. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And though he be dead, yet shall he live. Amen. She thought, well, yeah, everyone's going to live down the road and he's going to be resurrected. But no, he was talking about, I'm doing it right now. I'm walking right over there. I'm going to do some crying with everyone else. Then I'm going to wipe the tears away and I'm going to resurrect him out of that grave. Because I am the resurrection and I am the life. God is giving us our next breath, folks. Don't take that for granted. God is giving us. He's the life. He breathed into Adam the breath of life and man became a living soul and he's been doing it ever since and it's by God's grace and his spirit of life that we get to breathe and live and choose to go after his word. Amen. I thank him for every word of God. Let's seek after it. Let's cherish it. Let's spend time daily thinking about it, reading it, and putting it into practice in our lives. Amen. It's a lifetime quest, folks. 66 books. 1,189 chapters. And I don't know how many words, but it's a lifetime quest to get every word of God in your life. But that's what we're about. Just taking little chunks of it. Amen. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking from you. Amen. Just get the word in every day. Give us this day our daily bread. Every day. Every day. Praise God. And it'll make us a better person. Praise God. Let's stand. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I pray that our, 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 we have a renewed desire for the Word today. I pray that we have a renewed burden to get more Word in our life. Amen. By reading it and meditating on it and hearing it so that we can do more of it. Praise God. We got to put it in before we can let it out. Amen. We got to put it in before we can let it out. You won't be able to meditate on anything if you haven't heard it first. You got to get it in your mind so you can recall it and think about it. Let it come up in time of trouble, in time of good and bad. Let it come back to your memory. And so you'll be able to use it for yourself and for others. Every word of God. Every word of God. Praise the Lord. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.